Depression will tell you that you have no value, that you are a burden to others, and that no one will miss you if you weren't here. What depression doesn't tell you is that you are loved, you matter, you are enough, and your life is worth fighting for. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If it's your first time joining me, welcome. Thanks for giving me a shot. You can subscribe to the podcast on all the major social networks, including Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Feel free to visit the website at wisdomworthknowing.org. The show is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now for this exclusive offer for my listeners at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. Depression will tell you that you have no value, that you are a burden to others, and that no one would miss you if you weren't here. What depression doesn't tell you is that you are loved, you matter, you are enough, and your life is worth fighting for. We're going to talk about emotions today and how they have some weird, weird power over us. And as we go through seasons that our emotions totally betray us, it can be extremely difficult to remember reality and to reconcile reality against an emotional assault. Depression is a real, real condition. Depression, anxiety, and, and, and most of these emotional issues are extremely complex. They're very personal. So if I say anything that somewhat devalues you or attempts or, or may sounds like it's trivializing whatever you're going through, I apologize in advance. That's not my intention with this video. And I do know that if you are struggling with depression, I've struggled with it many times in the past. It's very difficult to take feedback, you know, because our emotions are already at a, a difficult place. So it, it's very hard to take things well. So I'm going to try to do the best I can to communicate this, the best ability I can. As I speak, culturally, we are going through a mental health crisis. We just came out of a, a, I say a period of isolation. And like I said, I don't like to talk about cultural issues specifically, but it is revolving around a pandemic that occurred in which people locked themselves in their houses for a long period of time. There were shutdowns. And it had a negative emotional effect, we're seeing. You know, that's a, I mean, I, it's not my words. It, it, there has been a declaration of it being a public health crisis in terms of depression and anxiety and suicide. So this is a real, real thing. Um, if you are finding yourself on the verge of suicide or considering it, talk to somebody, please. There's, there's, it may not seem like it's going to help, but Hopefully, after what I talk about today, you, you may understand your emotions a little bit better. And I hope I can help with that. But carrying the load of depression alone is incredibly difficult to do. You know, and 
part of the reason is, is we are social creatures, you know? So the, the carrying of all of our emotional baggage by ourselves is not always healthy. And we may feel like we need to carry all of it because we don't want to be a burden on others, but your burden may create an opportunity for somebody else to get out of their depression. It may give them a purpose for the time to help you through something. So don't take away that opportunity from somebody. Don't take away the opportunity for somebody to help you because there are people out there who genuinely want to help. You can look up online. You can call an anonymous number. You don't have to declare who you are from shout it from the rooftops. If that's what you need to do, you can go talk to a therapist or a psychiatrist. They legally have to protect your privacy. So you got plenty of options. Just just to start throwing everything you can along the, with the kitchen sink at it to help pull you out of this trench. It's harder to do it alone. I'm not saying it's impossible. It's just harder. So depression will tell you you have no value, but I'm here to tell you that there are 7 billion people on the planet, and although that can be a terrifying number and make you feel terribly insignificant i'm actually here to tell you that it's the complete opposite you whoever you are are a unique individual and you have in your dna something that nobody else on the planet has literally you are one in at this point in time seven billion you have unique genetics you have unique dna you have unique character traits, you have a unique look, you have unique experiences, you have a unique environment. Everything about you is one of a kind. Literally everything about you. There is no one on the entire planet that is just like you. And for that reason, you in your specific place, time and circumstances are incredibly valuable. Your feelings, on the other hand, if you're struggling with depression, are currently betraying you. And this is the really, really tough thing with depression and anxiety, is that our emotions, at whatever point in time, are not lining up with reality. And depression, the root cause of it is, is, is there's, it's immensely complicated. It could be a spiritual problem. It could be a physical problem. It could be just a brain chemistry problem. It could be a, it could be a um, relational problem. It could be a current setback. It could be that you lost a loved one. You're, the, the rug could have been pulled out from under you, and your life is spiraling into a temporary chaos that you haven't quite figured out how to navigate yet. You could be struggling with the... The choices that you've made or the current life that you're in or feeling trapped, feeling overwhelmed. I, I, there are countless. And I've experienced this, by the way, at, diff, at varying times of my life. And depression likes to throw this, this weight on top of you that you have no value and that you're a burden to others and that no one would miss you if you weren't here. But that's all the product of a negative fake emotional state because remember there's two things that are true about this world the first is what is actually happening and what is actually true 
And the second is how you feel about it. And how I feel about it. The question is never, why are you depressed? I've learned in my experience. The question is, is why aren't, why isn't everyone depressed? Life is hard. Work is hard. Family is hard. Existing is hard. These are difficult things. Developing the emotional tools to come to terms with, with life is hard. And it's okay to feel beat up. It's okay to feel discouraged. It's okay to feel crushed. It's arguably normal. To me, depression and anxiety, these are the most normal emotions of the, of the human condition. And, and, and we have trouble accepting that, I think, because so many people are pretending they don't have depression or anxiety. Or they're suppressing it with an addiction of some kind. Or, you know, I, I, I have a plethora of, of ways of avoiding the reality of my depression and anxiety. It is the most normal thing in the world. But just because it's normal, it doesn't mean we have to be trapped in it. And many times in these, with these issues, we need to find people who are stronger than us, who have figured out how to master these, these hard, hard questions so that we can figure out what, what our fight looks like. Because the subject of this video is your life is worth fighting for. It just is. I know for a fact and, and, and I'm going to probably get some criticism for this, but this uniqueness of you and you being a unique creation, there's a God of the universe who cares about you and he wants you to know that you're loved, that you are immensely value valuable and that the most important and significant things we do as people are the small things. Life is not about these mountaintop experiences. It's miraculous that when we wake up in the morning, we pull ourselves together and we get to work. These are significant and powerful things. The power of a smile, the power of a simple act of kindness, the power of a hug, the power of just being there. And you might be thinking, yeah, I can't provide for my family right now because I have a, I, I'm not good at my job or I'm struggling with an addiction and it's all pointless and nobody loves me. And we can get into this cycle of thinking, but at the end of the day, value is not determined by, by these material, temporary problems that we endure as people. You know, when, you're, when your kid looks at you, they don't see somebody who is a provider. You know, they don't see, they see you. They see your face. Just you being there is enough 
for them because kids know what to value better than most adults do. And maybe you don't have kids, but it's the same for everybody around you. Your consistency in your existence is of value. Maybe right now you are temporarily alone. That does not mean you don't have value. If that's the case, then we can try to take steps to connect with people. Maybe your purpose is to be an introvert. Maybe your immense value is being in the background. This, the world needs both. We need frontline workers and backline workers. The entire backbone of our society is built on individuals who are strong and consistent and valuable and good at what they do. Life is not a social enterprise. It's not about how many friends we have or family members we have. It's not about that. Journaling is incredibly useful for this to kind of work out your emotions, but emotions will betray you. And we're going to talk more about that here in a moment. But first, Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.wisdomworthknowing.org. For 30 days, you'll get full access to Audible's Premium Plus catalog, as well as an additional free title of your choosing. If you discover audiobooks aren't for you, no problem. You can cancel instantly online. That's it. It's that simple. Two years ago, audiobooks began to change my life, and they may change yours too. Pause this podcast and head over to Audible. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.wisdomworthknowing.org right now. Sign up for this free offer for my listeners. So we can reach out to people in many different ways in order to hopefully fight for, fight against these emotions. There's a couple great books on this too. Um, Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Myers is a fantastic one. Um, because our minds and our emotions will constantly betray us and they will overpower our, our realities. And so what we really need to do or try to do is to reconcile our emotions with reality. And this is a lot easier said than done, especially if you're struggling with depression. And I'm, by the way, I'm not, a, I'm not a medical doctor, so don't take this as medical advice. You should always consult a physician or a doctor on whatever condition you might have. And if you are experiencing major depression, you really should talk to a doctor. It could be something as simple as a chemical imbalance. You know, it's, it's, it literally, here's something weird about the anxiety and depression world. It has a stigma to it for some reason. We have this built-in stigma that we don't treat it like wearing prescription glasses. We don't sit around and judge people for wearing glasses every day because they're not using their original eyeballs to see. Like the, the, the glasses thing is a physical problem. Like it's a, our eyes physically are not the right shape. And the lens in our eyes are not the right shape in order to see properly. So we wear glasses to correct the problem. And many times with the depression and anxiety issue, it's the same thing. We just have a basic brain chemistry problem. And a medication that's designed to assist with that problem is not something to have a stigma about. It could be the same as corrective lenses. 
Now, there are different types of medications. There's some that mask your emotions. And, and those are ones I think we do need to be careful with. The Xanaxes and the, the, the Dipyrazepines or whatever they're called, the Benzapines. I can't, I can't remember the actual technical terms. But then there's like SSRIs, which are more consistent long-term treatments. But anyways, like I said, I'm not a doctor, but there's, there's a stigma to this that's not necessarily justified. And sometimes we need to get ourselves emotionally to the right state so we can start to deal with our emotional issues. If, if our depression and anxiety have been a snowballing issue for a long time, they may have become significant enough where we can no longer deal with our emotional issues without some extra assistance medically, you know, so that we can, maybe we need to get our minds balanced out so that we can sit down and start working on the emotional tools that will help us better work with our anxiety and depression. You know, that there's, there's value in that too, and understanding that there's a process involved in this in overcoming these emotional setbacks. But really, we need to bank on this emotional, this idea that our emotions do betray us. They are not in line with reality frequently. And we could talk about this in small terms of, of every day, our emotions try to talk us out of doing the things that we know we need to do. So like every morning when I wake up, my emotions are trying to tell me to go back to sleep. So our emotions are not right most of the time. They are incorrect about the reality of our situation. They lie to us. They tell us the wrong things. And many times we have to tell our emotions, no, you're wrong. And this is true about the little things and the big things. That's why one of the reasons I like the quote is that depression will tell you you have no value. Well, that's a lie. In reality, every person has value. That you are a burden to others, maybe temporarily, but over the entire span of your life, the average person lives to be 60 to 90 years old. You're going to tell me that even though you're going through a temporary point where you may be a burden to others because you're suffering a medical issue or a depression issue or, you know what I mean? It's like most of the burdening issues are temporary problems. And also, by the way, People like to help others. That's something people like to do. So maybe you're not a burden. Maybe you give those people a purpose because you're going through a hardship at the moment and they're having, they have an opportunity to help you. But your depression will lie to you. They'll say, it'll say you're a burden. That no one would miss you if you weren't here. Man, depression is so evil. I don't want to devalue that statement because I can under, I understand what it could be like to be incredibly isolated and alone. But what I can tell you is it doesn't matter what other people think. So it doesn't matter if other people miss you or not. That line of thinking means that you don't have value if others don't love you. That's a lie. You don't need validation and approval of others to exist. Your value is built in. 
It's built into your unique DNA and identity and experience. That's where your value is. It's not in what other people think of you. Don't listen to that lie if that's what your depression is telling you. What depression doesn't tell you is that you are loved. Maybe not by people directly around you if you're alone, but you are loved by God. And even if you don't believe in him, I promise that he believes in you. It doesn't tell you that you matter. We do not know what your potential is. You probably don't even know what your potential is. But there's immense dignity and self-esteem in picking ourselves up and doing something small. The world cannot run without basic necessity. The world cannot run without the most significant workers, which are the working class people. The world cannot function without the fast food attendants, without the waitresses, without the mechanics, without the plumbers, without people waking up every morning and getting to work on the very small, seemingly insignificant tasks that as a whole, when combined, sustain the entire infrastructure of the existence of society. You starting to think you don't matter? Literally everything you do matters. Because as long as you exist, anytime you do something, that's something that would not have otherwise gotten done. Every single little thing that you do contributes. You are enough. Ain't that the truth? Who are you comparing yourself to? There is no rule into what we should or should not be. There are no people who are better than others. There are social hierarchies in which we elevate other people over others, in which we assign value to people based upon their utility to us. It's all superficial. It's all garbage. You being you is enough. It just is. At the end of the day, that's enough. Doesn't matter what other people think. Doesn't matter what society thinks. That's all a joke and a lie. And it all changes. You think 10 years from now, society's going to value the same things it does today? Think about 100 years ago. 99% of the stuff people worried about, talked about, thought about, the kings and the queens and the presidents and the politicians and the celebrities, where are they now? It's enough to just be you and try to be the best version of you you can. That's enough. That's more than enough. That's more than what most people try to do. And even if you can only do it for five minutes a day, hey, that's five minutes. That's amazing. Especially if you're struggling with these lies. And finally, your life is worth fighting for. We do not know what you are capable of. You don't even know what you're capable of. You have something unique to offer that we don't. Maybe your depression is what makes you unique. You do realize that there are millions of people struggling with this. It's not just you. And I don't mean that to devalue what you're struggling with. What I'm saying is that means what you're struggling with has immense value to the millions of other people who are struggling with it. There's no more powerful person than somebody who is sharing in suffering with another person. You have a point of unique power and influence. 
because of your struggle, because of the circumstances surrounding your life. It has uniquely positioned you for the fight. So your life is worth fighting for. It's worth learning to overcome this, trying to figure out and navigate it to the best of your ability because that will give you a one-of-a-kind experience that will be, you will carry with you everywhere that you go. And I know you may not want that experience. Welcome to the human race. Most of us do not want what we, the hand we are delivered. And unfortunately, that's part of being in a fallen world. Is that whatever little mini corner or scope of our world we're in is, is the corner or scope we have. And all we can do is make the most of it. So please don't let your depression lie to you. My prayer today, in Jesus' name, is that whoever's listening knows or comes to understand what immense value and what their unique contribution will be. You designed their DNA. You designed their soul, their environment. Everything about them is one of a kind. We do not know the potential that they have. We do not know what mountains they can move. They may see things that nobody else sees. Because there's one thing that is always true in the depth of each and every one of our souls is an immense darkness that depressed and anxious people fully understand better than most. And the world needs to understand that darkness so that it can move forward. So depression will tell you that you have no value, that you are a burden to others, and that no one would miss you if you weren't here. What depression doesn't tell you is that you are loved. You matter. You are enough. And your life is worth fighting for. I don't know why you're going through what you're going through. But I can tell you that I've been at the beginning, I've been in the depths of this trench, I've been on the other side of it, and then I've been in it again, I've been in the depths again, I've been on the other side of it. It sucks. But it's not permanent. And the lies your emotions are telling you are just that, they're lies. Emotions were just meant to be temporary feedback so that we could change the direction of our behavior. When they possess us to the level of dehumanizing us and crushing us, sometimes the best thing we can do is reach out and talk to people so that they can help us fight that lie. So I know this was a pretty heavy episode for today, but I appreciate you joining me. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on your favorite social network, Facebook, YouTube, or Rumble. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. So make sure you uh, leave reviews there as well. It helps the show grow. You can visit the website at wisdomworthknowing.org where you can listen to the show, connect to the show, donate to the show. 
This show is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org to sign up for this limited time offer. So until next time, let's work on today being the best version of ourselves we can for today and only compare ourselves to ourselves. And if that just means waking up and doing one productive thing for five minutes, then you know what? That's five minutes we did right today. And if we only did four minutes yesterday, then we are improving. And if we can do that every day, well, we can head towards healing and improving. Have a great day.